Welcome to Zichud Avsi, my name is Ram Goldar, and here is Zichud Yavamas Dav Ches, the first parak Hamishas or Nashim. The first parak has been generously sponsored as a schuz for Mordechai Chaim and Esther, and as a schuz for Shidduch Hagon from Leah Bas Esther. So the three dogs we're going to focus on, number one, the Gemara brings another reason to necessitate the Pasuk of Aleha in order to usher an erva in Yibum. Riona made a hackish comparing all rice to each other from the Pasuk of Anyone that does one of these abominations will be cut off. Therefore, all the Arayas are compared to each other. And just like Aisha's Ach is mutter to do Yibum, so to all the other Arayas should be mutter to do Yibum. Therefore, with the word Aleh to teach that an Erva is Asr in Yibum, and then we compare all the other Arayas to it. The Gemara said, since we can compare all the Arayas to Aisha's Ach, and Yibum would be mutter, and we're able to compare all the Arayas to Achos Ishto, and all Arayas would be Asr to do Yibum, why do we compare them to Akhazisha? The Gemara answers that if there's a choice to go either with Kul or a Khumra, we go a Khumra. Alternatively, the Gemara answers that since Aisha's Ach is one Isser, and Achuz Isha and all the other Arayas are two Isurim, we compare all Arayos to Achuz Isha. Point number two, Rav says that the word Aleha is not to teach about Achuz Ishto, as it's obvious that Yibum would not be Dochet as an Ase, is not Dochet Alos Ase, Sheesh Bokoros. Rather, it's to teach you that the Sara of an Erba does not fall to Yibum. Ravashi brings a proof to Rav from the words of our Mishnah, which states, Chamesha Sri Nashim Potro Sorosen, 15 women Potro their Tsaros, but does not mention that these 15 women exempt themselves. This makes sense according to Rabbah as the Mishnah does not need to teach us as it's obvious. The Gemara asks that just as we say that an Erva does not need a Pasuk because an Ase is not Doche Elos Ase Sheish Bokoros, so too we should not mean a Pasuk for Hatsara because we learn from the word Litzvor that it is a love Sheish Bokoros. The Gemara answers that we need a Leha to teach that Hatsara is only Asr in the case of Yibum, but otherwise she is Mutter. And pointing with you, Rav Yosef Rachanin Darshans that the word Ulkacha and he takes her teaches Shemagar Shebeget Umachzira he divorces her with a Get and he may take her back. Rashi explains that once the Yavam does Yibum the Yavama is fully his wife. If he wants to divorce her, he gives her a get and does not need to do chalitza. After he divorces her, he may remarry her, and we do not say that since his sister-in-law was permitted to him only within the context of the midst of Yibum, once he divorces her, she reverts to being Asr as an Eshazach. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara brings another reason to necessitate the Pasuk of Aleha in order to Asr and Erva in Yibum. Yonah made a hackish comparing all rice to each other from the Pasuk of Kikoa Shertas and Mikoa Toeva Saewa Benikrasu. Anyone that does one of these abominations will be cut off. Therefore, all the Arayas are compared to each other. And just like Aisha's Ach is mutter to do Yibum, so too all the other Arayas should be mutter to do Yibum. Therefore, with the word Aleh to teach that an Erva is Asr in Yibum, and then we compare all the other Arayas to it. The Gemara said, since we can compare all the Arayas to Aisha's Ach, and Yibum would be mutter, and we're able to compare all the Arayas to Achos Ishto, and all Arayas would be Asr to do Yibum, why do we compare them to Achazisha? The Gemara answers that if there's a choice to go either with Kul or a Chumra, we go a Chumra. Alternatively, the Gemara answers that since Aisha's Ach is one Isser, and Achaz Isha and all the other Arayas are two Isurim, we compare all Arayos to Achaz Isha. Point number two, Rav says that the word Aleha is not to teach about Achaz Ishto, as it's obvious that Yibum would not be Dochet as an Ase, is not Docha Alos Ase, Sheesh Bokoros. Rather, it's to teach you that the Tsara of an Erba does not fall to Yibum. Ravashi brings a proof to Rav from the words of our Mishnah, which states, Chamesha Sri Nashim Potro Sorosen, 15 women Potro their Tsaros, but does not mention that these 15 women exempt themselves. 
This makes sense according to Rabbah, as the Mishnah does not need to teach this, as it's obvious. The Gemara asks that just as we say that an Erva does not need a Pasuk, because an Ase is not Doche Elosa Ase Sheish Bokoros, so too we should not mean a Pasuk Haratzara, because we learn from the word Litzvor that it is a love Sheish Bokoros. The Gemara answers that we need a Leha to teach that Atzara is only Asr in the case of Yibum, but otherwise she is Mutter. And pointing with you, Rav Yosef Rachanin Darshans, that the word Ulkacha, and he takes her, teaches, Shemagar Shebeget Umachzira, he divorces her with a get, and he may take her back. Rashi explains that once the Yavam does Yibum, the Yavama is fully his wife. If he wants to divorce her, he gives her a get and does not need to do chalitza. After he divorces her, he may remarry her. And we do not say that since his sister-in-law was permitted to him only within the context of the midst of Yibum, once he divorces her, she reverts to being Asr as an Eshazach. All right, so now we go to Simran Dav Ches, and our standard Simran is a Chala. A Chala. So here goes. The Hekesh Chala that was awarded to the Akos Ishto instead of the Eshazach was snatched by the Tsara standing under the Aleha banner who then gave it to her Yavam, a friend who was divorced and about to remarry her Yavam. Once again, it's emotion. The Hekesh Chala, Chala, that must be Daf Ches. The Hekesh Chala that was awarded to the Achos Ishto instead of the Eshazach, which reminds the Gemara, that since we can compare all the arrivals to the Eshazach and Yibum would be permitted, based on Rabbi Yonah's Hekesh, and we're able to compare all arrivals to Achos Isha, and all arrivals would be us to do Yibum based on the Hekesh to Aleha, why do we compare them to Achos Isha? The Gemara answers that if there's a choice to go either a Kula or a Chumra, we go a Chumra. Alternatively, the Gemara answers that since Eshaz Ach is one Isser and Achuz Isha and all Arayos are two Isurim, we compare all Arayos to Achuz Isha. So the Hekesh Chal that was awarded to the Achuz Ishto instead of the Eshaz Ach was snatched by the Tsara standing under the Aleha banner, which reminds us, Rav says that the word Aleha is not to teach about Achuz Ishto, as it's obvious that Yibam would not be Dochehed, as an Ase is not Docha Alosase, Sheesh Bokoros, rather is to teach you that the Tsara of an Erva does not fall to Yibam. Ravashi brings a proof to Rav from the words of our Mishnah, which states, Chameshus Reinashim Potros Tsaros said, 50 women putter their Tsaros, but doesn't mention that these 50 women exempt themselves. This makes sense according to Rav, as the Mishnah does not need to teach this, as is obvious. So the Hekash Chala that was awarded to the Achos Ishto instead of the Eshazach was snatched by the Tsara standing under the Aleha banner, who then gave it to her Yavama friend who was divorced and about to remarry her Yavam. Which reminds us Rabbi Yosef Rechanina Darshans that the word Ulkacha, and he takes her, teaches Shemagar Shemaget Machzira, he divorces with a get and he may take her back. Rashi explains that once the Yavam does Yibam, the Yavama is fully his wife. If he wants to divorce her, he gives her a get and does not need to do Chalitza. After he divorces her, he may remarry her, and we do not say that since his sister-in-law was permitted to him only within the context of the midst of Yibum, once he divorces her, she reverts to being Asr as an Eshazach. So once again, the Hekesh Chala that was awarded to the Akos Ishto instead of the Eshazach was snatched by the Tsara standing under the Aleha banner, who then gave it to her Yavama friend who was divorced and about to remarry her Yavam. All right, now it's time to go to our four Blabak Hazara. Daf Dalad, so the Simran Daf Dalad is a Dalad, a door. So here goes. The man is wool sits is hanging on his linen begot, got stuck in a door, door, that must be learned off Dalad, Dalad, door. The man whose wool sits is hanging on his linen begot, got stuck in a door, which reminds us, we learned out that an Ase is Docha Losase, from the Pasuk, Losilba Shatnes, you may not wear Shatnes, and the next Pasuk that states, Gidim Taselach, you should wear Tzitzes. These two mitzvahs are smuchim, they're adjacent, and therefore teach us that one may attach tzitzes of wool onto a baggage of linen, even though this would be kalim. This shows us that an ase tzitzes pushes off a losase 
climb. So the man whose wool sits is hanging on his linen begot got stuck in a door while he was reading a book about smuchim in Sefer Dvarim, which reminds us the Gemara says that even Rabbi Yehuda does not darshan smuchim. In other parts of the Torah agrees that in Sefer Dvarim we do darshan smuchim. This is because in Sefer Dvarim the psukim are either muchach, evident by placement of the pasuk that's meant for a drasha, or mufna, superfluous. In this case of our drasha of climbing sitzes, the Gemara shows how both reasons can be seen. So, the man whose wool sits is hanging on his linen begot got stuck in a door while he was reading a book about smoking in Sefer Dvarim. Could not believe the irony as the salesman marched by carrying his shot and his merchandise upon him, which reminds us, the Gemara says that the Pusik of Wosilba Shatnas is not extra because if we only had the other Pusik, we would assume that it's forbidden to work climb even if one does not intend to receive any hana from it, such as in the case where one is selling climb and the clothes are lying on top of him, even though he has no intention of benefiting from wearing the clothes. Therefore, the second Pusik of Wosilbash teaches that wearing the climb must be like wearing clothes where the wearer intends to receive pleasure from it. And if we only have the Pusik of Wosilbash, we would understand that one is only over on shotness if he wears it, as this gives him a lot of pleasure, but merely sleeping with a blanket that has shotness, which does not give much pleasure, is permissible. Therefore, we need the other Pesach of Osaleh should not come upon you to teach us that this too is forbidden. Daf Hay, so the similar Daf Hay is Hay or a haystack. So here goes. And the Mitzorah shaving off his hair and pants that had grown all straggly and looked like Hay, Hay, that must be more in Daf Hay. The Mitzor shaving off his hair in payas that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, which reminds us the Gemara attempts to learn that an ase is docha losase from a Mitzor, since the ase of a Mitzor shaving his hair is docha the losase of cutting off his payas. The Gemara eventually refutes its proof as the love of losakifu is not shavabakol, meaning it does not apply equally to everyone as women are not obligated in this. Therefore, we can only learn from a Mitzor that an ase is docha a love that's not shavabakol, when it does not apply equally to everyone. So the Mitzorah shaving off his hair and payas that had grown all straggly and looked like hay wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven, which reminds us. The Gemara concludes that we can learn from the word shotness, shuatab of a news, that one is not high for wearing shotness unless it's smooth, spun, and woven, as well as anase's dochalosase. Being that the Torah used an extra word, we therefore use it for the drasha to teach that anase's dochalosase, and since the Torah used the unusual word shotness instead of climb, we see that it's also meant to be used to teach us that it must be Shua Tabavanuz. So, the Mitzvah shaving off his hair and payas that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven and had the initials PTM sewn on a sleeve to remember that the mitzvahs of Pesach Tamina Milo were commanded before the giving of the Torah, which reminds us, the Gemara tends to prove that an ase is docha losa seishesh chorus from Mila, Pesach, and the Tamid, but refutes each proof since each one has a Mila. Mila has 13 brisos, the Pesach is an ase seishesh chorus, and the Tamid is offered every day. The Gemara later says that we can also not use the drasha of Tzad Shava, of a common denominator, and learn out from all three of these mitzvahs together, as all three of these mitzvahs are commanded before the giving of the Torah. Davvav, so the similar Davvav is a sword, so here goes. The father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, sword, that must be more Davvav. The father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a Bryce that stated, I would think that if a Cohen's father tells him to become Tami, which Rush explains to mean to go into a cemetery, to do a Shabbos Aveda, or he tells him not to return a lost object, he should listen to him. The Torah therefore states, to teach all of you are chayv to honor me. So the conclusion is that Kibbut Aveim is not docha the love of Shabbos or the love of Tuma or Hashabbos Aveda. So the father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, which was found near some shoes and staffs, 
at the entrance to Har Abayis, which reminds us the Torah teaches as Shabbos Hashai that there's a Shmira of Shabbos and a fear of the Mikdash. Just like on Shabbos, you do not fear Shabbos, but the one who gave us his Shabbos, which is Hashem, by the more of the Mikdash also, you should not fear the Mikdash, you should fear the one who gave us the Mikdash, which is Hashem. The more that brings a price that states, Ezuhi Morha Mikdash, what is included in the mitzvah of fearing the Mikdash, that one may not enter the Harbais with a staff, his shoes as water, or with dirt on his feet, and one may not use the Harbais as a shortcut or spit in its area. So the father forbade his son from returning expensive sword, which was found near some shoes and staffs, at the entrance to Harabais, and was left behind by an executioner rain to stop his reifa from happening on Shabbos. Which reminds the Gemara asks, what do we learn from Lesavaru Eish Bekom Do not allow a fire in your dwellings. Rav explains that the question is, what does the word Moshevosechem in all your dwellings come to teach us? The word Moshevosechem is said by a mitzvah in order to teach one is obligated in the mitzvah even outside of Eretz Yisrael, but obviously one is Chayib on Lesavaru even outside of Eretz Yisrael, being that Shabbos is a mitzvah that is upon one's body. The Bryson continues and comes to teach that Basin is not permitted to do Sreifa on Shabbos. Dav Zayin. So the Simr Dav Zayin is a Kli Zayin, a weapon. And we use a gun. The cone with the smoking gun. Gun. That must be one Dav Zayin. Kli Zayin. Gun. The cone with the smoking gun who was taken away from the Mizbeach during his avoda, which reminds us, Rav Simbar Ashi says, the reason we would think that the death penalty may be given on Shabbos is because of Akav Homer, just as the avoda of a Kohen in the base of Migdash is Chamur and is Docher Shabbos, and yet execution overrides it, as it stated, from the Izbech, you shall take him to die, meaning the Kohen is taken to be killed even if he's in the midst of doing the avoda, then Shabbos, which is Nidcha because of avoda, then all the more so taking away the Kohen to be killed is Docher Shabbos. So, the cone with the smoking gun who was taken away from the Mizbeach during his avoda, and who was accused of eating a shlami while he was tame, which reminds the Gemara quotes a price that brings an example of the principle of Davishir B'chlava Yasmin Lamed from the Pasad that states, and the one that eats from the meat of a carbon shlami and he is tame is Chayv Karas. Now why does the Pasad need to say this? We already learned that one who is tame eats Kachim is Chayv Karas from a different Pasad. We learned this from the justice of shlami is Kachim is Beach. Consecrate for being offered in the Mizbech, and one is Chayv Karas when eating it, so to anything else that is Kachim Mizbech, which excludes Kachim Bedeka Bias, consecrate for temple repair, that if one ate it when he's Tameh, he's Patras. This rush can be used by Achos Ishto as well as falls. Eshas Ach is including the category of all rise, as it's written. Anyone that does one of these abominations will be cut off, and it is taken out of that general category, and as a hetter that she falls to Yibum, and this teaches us that all rise too fall to Yibum. The Gemara says that this drush is different because the drush by Shlamim is a general Isser and a specific Isser, whereas with our drush there's a general Isser and a specific hetter. So, the cone with the smoking gun who was taken away from the Mizbech during his avoda, and who was accused of eating a Shlamim while he was Tameh, was caught when the ball carried Matsuri who put his fingers into the Azur to purify, pointing them out. Which reminds the Gemara says that one might have warned that Achos Ishto, his wife's sister, may be permitted for Yibum with a Mamatsino from Eshaz Ach, even though Eshaz Ach had one Isser and Achos Ishto had two Isser him through a principle called Oyobi Ishtri Ishri. Since it, one Isser becomes permitted, it referring to a second Isser becomes permitted. We find this principle of Hoyobi Ishtri Ishri by a Matsura, where the Matsura has a head to put his fingers into the base of Migdash for his purification process, and he may do so even if he's a Balkari, thereby having two Isurim. This is because once the Isra of Matsur is Mutter, the Isra of Kerry becomes Mutter as well. Alright, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus three bonus questions from previous Masechus. Number one. Which stuff do we learn that the Yavama after Yibam has the full status of a wife and if the Yavam divorces her, he may remarry her? That's on Daf. Ches. Good. Number two. Which stuff do we find the principle of Hoyal of Ishtri Ishtri from the case of a Matsura who is also a Balkari? That's on Daf. 
Zion. Good, number three. Which stuff you want to keep it up? It was not Docha Shabbos tomorrow. Shabbos Aveda. That's on Dav. Bav. Good, number four. Which stuff you want we cannot wear out that an Ases Docha Los Ases Sheish, but of course from Mila Pesach Tamid, since they were all given before the giving of the Torah. That's on Dav. Hey, good. Number five, which something when the Pasuk of eating from a Shlomim when Tami is brought as an example of Davrishe Bechol V'yatzmin Lechol Ramed, that's on Dav. Zion. Good. Number six, which stuff we learn from the word shotness that the threads need to be Shui Tavu V'noz, that's on Dav. Hey, good. Number seven, which stuff we learn that we fulfill the mitzvah of fearing the base of Mikdash by not walking there with our shoes, our staffs, or wallets, that's on Dav. Bav. Good number eight. Which something learned that Rabbah holds that Allah is coming to teach that a tsara is only pata from a case of Yibum. That's on Dav. Ches. Good number nine. Which something on the cone is taken from doing the avoda and brought to Basin for Mises Basin. That's on Dav. Zion. Good number ten. Which stuff do we learn that we go with the hekash to achos ishto instead of the hekash to eshes ach because we go with chumrah. That's on Dav. Yes, excellent. Now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which stuff you learned that Shekhinah departed from Esther when she entered the base of Slamim? And she called out, Keli, Keli, Lama, Zavtani. That's on Dav. Tezvav Megillah. Good. Number two. Which stuff you learned that if rain hasn't fallen after the last seven fasts, then Chaverim do not exchange greetings. That's on Dav. Yadal. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we learn that a Jew foiled the Baitosim plot to mess up the process of Kiddush HaKodesh? That's on Dav. Chab Basin Rosh Hashanah. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur. a great day and great learning.